I think it's so important that we recognise that whenever we are physically active, we are we are doing good, and it yes. doesn't have to be so prescriptive. It's Women Like You, the podcast for women who hate working out but know they should. I'm Gab. I'm an audio producer and journalist. And I'm Sarah. I'm a GP and I work in fertility and women's health. And we acknowledge the traditional owners of the land we're on today and pay our respects to their elders, past and present. Now, as bona fide exercise sloths, we love getting more from less. And, uh, you know, if we can do shorter workouts and get the same benefits as a longer, more moderate workout, then that's a big hell yes Yes, from us. sign me up. Exactly. <laughs> well, then, if that's the case, Sarah, can I interest you in a little bit of fitness snacking? Well, you can if you can explain to me what the hell that is. <laughs> I will indeed. What the fuck is fitness snacking? Unfortunately, it's not eating chips and chocolate while you work out, although that would be excellent. I mean, depending yes. on the workout, that would be delightful. <laughs> yeah, I'm just getting – I'm envisaging a little bit of reflux with your workout, <laughs> but sorry, as, as you work out, as you work. <laughs> so fitness snacking. So I read an article recently titled, I tried fitness snacking for two weeks – Here's how it repaired my relationship with exercise. Now, usually a headline like that, in the spirit of our recent episode on <laughs> yes. why, you know, short-term fitness challenges totally suck, uh, this would usually be a big sort of red flag headline for me. But, you know, I'm a sucker for this shit, so I read the, read the article anyway. Fitness snacking is short bursts of physical activity, kind of like little micro workouts that you spread out across a day. So thinking, you know, you put a, put your favourite kind of song on and do, you know, three minutes of crazy dancing. You take a set of stairs instead of a lift. You, you go for a sort of a 10, 15-minute walk around the block instead of doing a more prescribed workout that might go for longer, you know, like 45 minutes. Uh-huh. All right, you've got my attention. <laughs> right, right. So it basically sounds like incidental exercise, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which is something we talk about a lot. But whatever you want to call it, it's just about finding lots of little moments throughout the day to get moving rather than finding the time, the motivation and the energy for one big workout, which is kind of what we're sort of conditioned to, you know, to do yeah. and to think of exercise. Exactly. I mean, we were talking about this just last week about, you know, exercise being this thing that you have to wear the special outfit for, you have to go to the special gym or the special class. So I, I, I gather that this whole snacky snacky doodle situation is, uh, <laughs> yeah, is really edging away from from that really prescriptive idea of exercise. Absolutely. And look, it is, you know, another kind of fitness trend, obviously, but it's kind of one that we can get get around, kind of like the, the hot girl walk. Um, so the article that I read references some pretty solid science, which, you know, you and I love. Yes. Um, there's particularly one study published in PLOS One that found that just three minutes of intense intermittent exercise per week with a total time commitment of 30 minutes movement is as effective as 150 minutes of moderate intensity continuous training for increasing insulin sensitivity and cardiorespiratory fitness. So, yeah, interesting. Right, so, that explain, explain that to me again. So, three minutes of so, intense intermittent exercise per week with a total commitment 
of 30 minutes movement. So, I mean, I don't know if that per wow. week could be right. It must be per day, like 30 minutes per day, but sort of three three minutes and then spread three across minutes. a day. Three minutes of going hard. Yeah, unless it is three minutes per week. I have to dig deeper into that, into the actual study from PLOS One. But basically it's saying that shorter bursts of higher intensity is as effective as your you know, 150 minutes of moderate intensity activity that we talk about, which is, you know, obviously the aim to be sufficiently active. Sufficiently active. Um, and, you know, particularly the results of this study showed that it helped increase insulin sensitivity and cardiorespiratory fitness. And I guess it which kind is, of falls into the, that. That's the end game. Right? Like, honestly, less, I mean, less for, me, <laughs> for me, increasing insulin sensitivity and improving your, you know, improving your hearts and hearts, improving your heart and lungs yeah. is, you know, that should be our end game. Absolutely. And also, I mean, I suppose it's, we have, you know, we have talked on the pod before about um, interval training and how you can actually bring your fitness up to up to speed very quickly using interval training if you've got the the energy for it. So I suppose it's kind of working in that same mm. in that same vein. There was another study from the American College of Nutrition that found exercise accumulated in several short bouts has similar effects as one continuous bout, particularly with regard to aerobic fitness in previously unfit subjects. So again, woohoo. Less, less is more. I mean, obviously, it's got to be slightly more vigorous. Uh, so, you know, it won't be moderate intensity. This is where you're, you know, you're really getting your heart break, heartbreak. You're, well, you're getting a heartbreak. You're getting your heart rate into that, you know, vigorous intensity level where you're probably struggling to maintain a conversation. It's, it's, it's harder than a moderate workout, mm. but you're doing it for very short bouts of time. So there is good science behind fitness snacking. Oh, I love it. I love it. And look, maybe we should just dig a little bit further into the science behind shorter workouts. And full disclosure, this is something that we touched on way back in episode three of the Women Like You podcast, which I think was probably our last episode that we recorded before we went into that horrendous lockdown. Yes, that's why it feels like seven years ago now. I was going to say, it feels like a lifetime ago. But as look, as you said, we now have some really good evidence that intervals can be a time efficient way to generate a lot of the fitness benefits that we normally associate with those more traditional, continuous, moderate workouts. And, and that, that that kind of old school approach to exercise. Um, and there's a couple of, uh, there's a couple of workouts that we've discussed before, but I think it's I think there's real value in in kind of reiterating the science behind these. So I wanted to talk a little bit today about the seven minute workout. Yes, and, and my personal favorite, the one minute workout. <laughs> um, all right. So what is the seven minute workout? So it is a seven minute high intensity workout. I'm not going to lie. This is this is not this is not a gentle workout. And so no. I would caution that if you are an absolute novice, that you would want to either modify the intensity that you start this with, or maybe this is something for those that have already got a, a reasonable cardiorespiratory fitness yes. to to embark on. But, Absolutely. But it's really interesting. So this is an entirely body weight exercise regime. So you don't need any fancy equipment. All you need is a chair, a wall, and your body. Yes. Uh, it was first published in 2013 by the American College of Sports Medicine Health and Fitness Journal. And it essentially, it alternates upper and lower body hit. So you've got 30 second intervals with 10 second rests and you and you rotate through, through upper body and lower body exercises. 
There was a study from 2016 which was the effect of high-intensity circuit training on physical fitness. This was published in the Journal of Sports Medicine and Physical Fitness, um, and it compared three groups. So this is those doing the seven-minute workout, those doing 14 minutes, and a group not exercising at all. Which would be you and me. I was going to say, um, (laughs) we'd be the third group. I'm familiar with that group. (laughs) So they looked at at these three groups over eight weeks and it showed that both the seven and the 14-minute groups showed significant improvements in muscle endurance and strength. And and ultimately, the study concluded that even short durations of exercise could improve endurance in people who were, you know, already moderately fit. Yes, again, you would have. I would highly recommend being a little bit more confident with your fitness before the seven-minute workout. So you would already have a, a moderate level. That's of it. Fitness. I mean, th- this this workout involves doing you know squats and push-ups yes. and star jumps and and there's a it's- plank and there's a wall sit. Oh my god, yep. <laughs> the wall sit. Your legs are shaking. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. And and it's uh, it's. Yeah, it is. I would call it a pretty high intensity workout. Oh, but if you have that, if you have that, you know, if you have that moderate fitness going into it, and you are very time poor, or you might even have moderate intensity fitness, and you just hate the idea of doing a longer workout. You know, for for me, and I would say that I am, I have low to moderate fitness. Um, I'm probably moderately fit these days. Mm-hmm. Um. I can I can get my head around the idea of working out for seven minutes when sometimes just the the idea of doing a longer workout is just too much for me to contemplate. Absolutely, especially if you are going to get the same benefits out of it as doing you know a longer thirty forty five you know sixty minute walk or or something more moderate. Like if you can smash it out in seven minutes, <laughs> yeah. And you know, look honestly, having done the seven minute workout before, and I'll put a link to. Um, a, I wouldn't a, recommend a, it in pregnancy. No. <laughs> Oh, God, no. I mean, it's been a while since I've done it. I'm definitely not doing it in pregnancy. But, like, uh, there's a really good YouTube, just a little animated YouTube video that we'll put in the show notes um, so you can follow along, you know, put it on the TV, follow along the lounge room. Uh, it is is only seven minutes. Well, you know, closer to nine when you add the 10-second yeah, kind yeah. of, um, you know, breaks in. But And that's what I love about it is it's sort of on and off and on and off, and you do get breaks in between. It's not that continuous vibe but seven minutes does feel all of a sudden like half an hour when you're kind of halfway through the seven minute workout you'll be getting to like one of the exercises going oh my god how much how much more is there of this to go yes yes (laughs) you will feel like you've done a workout oh you'll absolutely feel like you've done a workout but kind of what they what these studies have uh, have shown is that whilst you'll be absolutely knackered by the end of your seven minutes, if you are someone that can do that seven-minute workout maybe a few times a week, the 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 rate with which your fitness will improve is uh, is really astronomical. Absolutely. And also, you know, as, as we did mention in last week's episode about, you know, why those 30-day fitness challenges suck, often a lot of them are using the same muscle groups over and over again. You definitely wouldn't do this one two days in a row. Oh god, you know, no. You, you no, would, no, no! You would absolutely need to space that out across a week. But yeah, you 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 could get do your exercise in seven minutes, three times a week. And, I was going to um, say if you did twenty one minutes a week oh. of the seven minute workout, provided that you are fit, provided that you are performing these maneuvers safely, so to mm. avoid injury, I think it's um it's a it's a cracking way to get the absolute most out of 21 minutes of exercise a week. Absolutely. And, and I think, you know, it's 
if if the idea of trying to aim for that 150 minutes of moderate intensity exercise at a minimum to be sufficiently active just feels like something that you absolutely cannot do from a time perspective, but you are fit enough, then at, at the very least, d- download the YouTube, have a look. Yeah, and that's the other thing. If you're doing vigorous intensity activity, which this would absolutely qualify as, you only have to do 75 minutes a week. So if if, if 150, as Sarah said, is just not going to be possible, you can halve that just by doing higher intensity Mm. um, across that week. Obviously, you just have to be careful that you're not using the same muscle groups every single day in a row. You want to really spread that out and maybe do a combination of both, some moderate, some vigorous. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And if you and if you are doing something like the seven minute and you feel like you'd like to do something the next day, then I would highly recommend doing a uh, you know, like a, a nice gentle walk the next day or maybe some stretchy yoga to kind of stretch out those muscles that you have used pretty damn hard during mm. a seven minute workout. Um, yeah, you don't want to back this one up. No. So tell me, uh, can I do even more in one minute? In Indeed you can. I'm so glad. I'm so glad you asked. Yes, the one-minute workout. So don't be fooled. This is also not a workout for beginners. But the one-minute workout, which was developed by Martin Jabala. Yeah, let's say Jabala. Also, yeah, Jabala, Gabala. I apologise if I'm mispronouncing that, Martin. Um, From the University of Ontario in Canada and... Yeah, so this one-minute workout, I'm not going to lie, this does sound too good to be true, but in a way it is correct because (laughs) that one minute is not really one minute, thank you very much, Martin, but rather three times 20 seconds of all-out, high-intensity, the highest-intensity sprint that you can possibly contemplate spaced out over 10 minutes. So you are going to need to set aside a full 10 minutes to do your one-minute workout. Yep. But how you do this one is that it's, uh, as I said, 10 minutes start to finish. It does include a warm-up and a cool-down, which is great. And then in between those 10 minutes, you're doing three times 20-second bursts of the highest-intensity sprint exercise that you can do. Now, you know, when I think of sprinting, I think of running, but I think there are other sprints that you can do if you, you know, if you've got a stationary bike. You could do sprints on your stationary bike. It's really just about going hell for leather for 20 seconds. And there's three bursts of these across your your 10 minutes. Um, His team have released some research, which was published in the European Journal of Applied Physiology, that shows that 12 weeks of this sprint interval training can indeed improve markets of cardiovascular fitness, similar to that which we can achieve with traditional endurance training, despite a five-fold lower exercise volume and time commitment. Five times less exercise and time yes. spent. Wow, for the same yep. result. But I think Damn. ultimately to get that result, you really do have to give it your give it your all. This is not no no part of this one minute, one minute workout sprint interval training is moderate. This is not low intensity. This is not moderate intensity. I would go as far as to say this is you to get the most out of this as per Martin's team, you want to be aiming for those 20-second bursts to be insanely high intensity. Yeah, I just, I mean, even without being pregnant, I just think, no, no. no. Yeah. And that's the thing, like you don't have to, by no means do you do you have to do these things because I, I actually kind of enjoy moderate and, well, yes. enjoys, enjoy might be a little bit, a little bit rich, but I 
tolerate and can and tolerate can such a good word. <laughs> and can at times enjoy moderate intensity exercise. It's the high intensity stuff that just makes me feel like often sick, like just ugh. so I this is not for everyone, but the science is in and short bursts of high intensity exercise, whether you're following the seven minute workout or the one minute workout, you know, these high intensity short bursts of of crazy activity can really enormously improve your fitness. Yes, the science is in. So this this concept of fitness snacking, it's sort of obviously a buzzword, it's trendy. And, you know, it's, I guess in the, in the interest of, like, you know, in the spirit of this article, um, the journo, Samia Kayyem, she actually approached it because, like many of us, she's really struggling with uh, – where the hell she's at in the world right now after two years of well, two and a half years more of of pandemic life and you know home workouts and also now moving into like skyrocketing inflation and cost of living um, pressures and so thinking about you know how do we kind of you know live in this world at the moment where we don't really have the motivation to do much because everything is very overwhelming. Oh, everything feels hard. (laughs) Everything feels hard and everything's now really expensive. And so maybe, you know, that if you have kind of ventured back out into the world, maybe that gym membership isn't as a – it might be – you might be feeling like you want to go back to the gym and get back out into the world, but now it might be out of reach in terms of – you know, the cost of it. Mm. So so she's coming at it from this perspective and so that's kind of why she sort of grappled onto this – fitness snacking idea and I guess it's why it as as the what did the headlines say it repaired my relationship with exercise um so look take that with a grain of salt obviously but fitness snacking incidental exercise whatever you want to call it it can be a quick and cost-effective way to get more physical activity into your day and remember that's the aim here is to be more physically active so that we can be sufficiently active Mm. you know if you hate the idea of that really traditional exercise, you know, like I'm going to go running for 45 minutes um, or, or you beat yourself up because you feel like that's what you should be doing, but you just can't stomach that or can't find the time for that, then don't do it. You can find a couple of things that you can manage safely and that you don't hate and do those instead. Um, so, you know, our suggestion would be make a list of types of short bursts of exercise that you could do and put them on the fridge and then just aim to do a few of them a day if you can and try to add up to about 30 minutes of movement. Um, so, you know, like, yeah, doing a quick dance to your favourite song might be anywhere between three to five minutes. Uh, walking to the coffee shop to, you know, grab a coffee in the morning, you know, walking around the block, doing squats while you brush your teeth, you know, any of those little things that you can think of write a list down, put it on the fridge, and then throughout the day, as you're going through your day, just pick a couple of those and do them. And that's it. You're done. That's You're yep. going to get the same benefits as if you went and did that 45-minute, you know, slog of a run or a walk. Um, so, yeah, you know, Samia in the article had a very open approach to her fitness snacking. Uh, for the first morning, she tried walking to her local coffee shop. I'm assuming she's a New Yorker. She was walking to her local Starbucks. Um, she, she did fast walking through the park at one point. She did an 11-minute yoga Pilates class on YouTube, a four-minute arm workout, some yin yoga. It was a mixed bag every single day. You know, she didn't do those things all day, every day. She just kind of picked 
randomly and did, did, did something every single day. And then she said that she really loved the dopamine hits along the way when she yes. reached little targets. So exactly, exactly. when she got to like that one week of fitness snacking in a row, she was like, oh, that felt awesome. And then, and then you know, hit the 10-day mark and then hit the two-week mark. And then obviously, you know, again, you know, your fitness is slowly improving and so is your confidence. And mm. that's kind of just getting you back into that habit of doing a little bit of something consistently throughout the day, every day. That's all you need to do. That's it. Yeah. And I and I love that, you know, the thing that I do really love about this idea and concept of fitness snacking is that a lot like any sort of snacking, you can have a little bit of a taste yes. of a little, you know, of, of multiple things. And then you might find that there is something that you actually do enjoy. And so it might be that you've never thought about snacking on a three-minute dance break in the, you know, in your office in between, you know, consults for me or meetings for you. Um, but you might actually kind of get a kick out of it. And that might lead you down the garden path to a different form of physical activity that you wouldn't have necessarily thought about trying before. Yes. So snack away. Snack away. I mean, I read an article the other day about how gardening is, this, uh, the gardening is basically a form of Gardening's the new snacking. <laughs> Gardening's the new incidental exercise, I guess. Oh, and well. man, having recently repotted five plants, holy <laughs> hell! Oh yeah, yeah. If you uh, if you've dug up a garden bed or you've lugged, you know, you've lugged some potting mix. bags of potting mix <laughs> up into your apartment, yes, you will. You will feel it, and you you know, I think it's so important that we recognise that. Whenever we are physically active, we are we are doing good and it yes. doesn't have to be so prescriptive. No, and that's interesting that you say that. Like uh, I, I've been for a couple more sort of antenatal physio sessions and they're only half an hour and look, you know, there's a warm up and a warm down, you know, it bookends that half an hour. So it's really only, you know, you're talking 15 to 20 minutes of physical activity in the session. And it's so gentle, obviously, because I'm trying to build my strength because I feel like I'm out of condition. I've lost all strength and I'm going to need to hold on to something that gets progressively heavier in a few months. Um, So, you know, but like these sessions that I've been doing, I might just be doing like 10 shoulder presses, you know, the ones where you you hold two weights uh, parallel to your ears and you push them up above your head. Just Mm -hmm. doing 10 of those. so, So you're like reclined? Uh, no, I'm just standing, oh, no. standing, standing facing the mirror. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Cool, cool. And uh, you know, they're what three kilo weights or something. So not not anything super taxing. Do you even lift? <laughs> How do yes, you? three How kilos. Do you? Yeah, three kilos. <laughs> My God, ten of those with a minute break afterwards, and do that a few times. I walk home and everything is like shaking. And yes, I know I'm pregnant, obviously, and, and the threshold is a lot lower than it normally is. But you don't actually have to do a lot. Is what I've realised about that type of training, you know, it it doesn't take much to kind of really get that heart going. And it, like, that's what I mean. Like once upon a time, I would have just assumed the only way to really kind of blitz yourself and get that heart rate going is to go for a run at quite a high pace for 45 minutes straight. And A, that's not achievable and sounds bloody awful, but you also don't have to do that you don't in order have to get to. the same benefits. You just don't have to.
podcast is produced by me, Gab Burke, and music is by Hamish Camilleri. Thank you again for listening to our little pod. You can subscribe to our weekly newsletter at womenlikeyoupodcast.com. Yes, please do, because Sarah writes those. And damn, I love it when it arrives in my inbox. And I, I, I know what's in the episode. I know what's coming. <laughs> and still you manage to just completely blow me away with these like little nuggets of wisdom. I write it for wisdom. you, my love. Ah. And, and, and obviously Everybody all else, our yeah. wonderful <laughs> subscribers. But it, uh, it, goes out, it goes out to you and your Belgian endive. And my Belgian endive. So... <laughs> My, I, I have a. I <laughs> Please explain. I was going to say. <laughs> we'll just leave it there. Anyway, it goes out to, to you, my love, and your Belgian endive. Belgian endive. So basically, I have a, a pregnancy app that I follow every week, and it gives me like little updates of how big Little Nugget is. And this week, you know, usually it's just a piece of fruit or a vegetable yeah. of some sort. It's like when we did the, the announcing your pregnancy episode. Yeah. Your Little Nugget was the size of an avocado. An av- avocado. Perfectly normal thing to. <laughs> To, to, to compare, to reference. So this week's was a Belgian endive. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, firstly, the fuck uh, is a Belgian endive? And secondly, of all the things, of all uh, the things. <laughs> then I've just been spamming you with Belgian endive recipes this week. Anyway. Oh, uh, I just can't wait to see what vegetable you will be, you know, growing in your womb next week next week well look speaking of uh, vegetables how about we actually look at uh, some of the science behind gardening for health and fitness and some of the benefits because i'm sure there's going to be lots of mental health benefits oh yeah on top you're of physical vitamin d you're getting some exposure to some beautiful sunlight or if you're like me and you've just moved into a house that has an established garden you can just sit on the front and <laughs> <ready, laughs> enjoy it <laughs> Still, still benefits. Still uh, benefits. Let's talk about gardening and exercise. Right. We'll exercise gardening next week. All, All right. right. Well, you go, uh, you go rest your uh, Belgian endive, and uh, we'll do this again next week. Yes, we will. I love you. I love you too. Mwah. Bye. Bye. Big name in the water.